studio with Christine Bentley and you are listening to What She Said on 105.9 The Region. Thank you very much for tuning in. Now, we're kicking off today's show speaking with an eating disorder survivor and specialist, Kyla Fox, about adrenal fatigue. She has tips for women to avoid burnout as we fall back into our routines. Are you all fold out? Hmm? Are you all ready? Everything's organized in your life for fall, winter? No. Nothing's organized. Nothing's ever organized. I don't know anything about adrenal fatigue. I'm probably suffering it. But, uh, <laughs> we'll I don't, find I, out. We'll, we're going to find out. Um, Meridian Credit Union's Dillis de Cruz is going to tell us why women um, need to take control of their financial well-being. And every woman has a secret. Alyssa Edwards just happens to be a little bigger. <clears throat> uh, our producer, Alex Simpson, <laughs> will have a chat with a pageant queen and meme sensation of RuPaul's Drag Race. She even has her own Netflix reality show coming out in October, which looks absolutely fabulous, And you will be able to watch because you finally got Netflix. I finally got Netflix. That's awesome. Yes, I did. Um, Now, musicologist Eric Albert talks five of the best debut singles of all time in On the Record, and we're going to find out how Canada's Live Well Exercise Clinic uses exercise as medicine to prevent and treat chronic disease, and we'll be talking to the founder, Sarah Hudson. And closing out the show today in our live studio sessions, we have Toronto-based singer-songwriter Kelsey Main, who just released a new single called Woman Waiting, which she is going to perform for us. Mm-hmm. Have you, uh, did you, have you been to any TIFF events? No. Did you go, nothing? Did, skip TIFF this year? Yeah, I skipped it. Did you? No, I skipped, I even skipped the barbecue. Me too. it was cold and raining. And, Me too. And it was just, I didn't feel like going out and I had a duvet day. That's what they call them in England. They call them duvet days where you just stay in under the duvet. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Duvet day. A duvet day. (laughs) We all need a duvet day every now and again. Uh, Do be sure to give us a follow on social media. All our social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even LinkedIn, is all at What She Said Talk. And if you want to listen to past shows, you can check out our free Apple podcast. You could have a drink duvet day and watch our Oh, I'm going to have one of those when when you bring back the chocolate for me, the Cadbury's chocolate from England. I'm going to have one of those days. I'm just going to like hide. You're going to wait until everybody leaves the house, lock the door. Mm-hmm. 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 That's it. That's yeah. it. And the dog's being walked and yeah. everyone's just having a nice just have nap. Just do it all in one shot. Absolutely. Eat, eat the whole five pounds all in one shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That that would be too much even for me. Anyway, you can find all of our links on whatshesaidtalk.com. And that's also where you can enter our uh, contests and giveaways. She Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. To contact the show, go to whatshesaidtalk.com. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. The stress of modern life can take a toll on the health of women, especially with so much societal pressure for women to do it all. Joining us now to talk self-care is Kyla Fox, an eating disorder survivor and specialist and the founder of the Kyla Fox Centre, an eating disorder recovery centre in Toronto. So welcome back to what she said. Thank you so much for having me back. Why do you think that there is still so much societal pressure for women to do it all? Well, I think it's because now we can, or or now we're allowed to, maybe. And so the ability to have to fill all of those roles, I think, can be unbelievably overwhelming. And I could even speak for myself personally, Mm -hmm. you know, working, being a mom of two little kids, and just feeling like there's no time for me. 
there's no time to even make it through the day. Sometimes I sort of come down at the end of the day after my kids are in bed and I look at my partner and I'm like, did we did we make it through? Like I take a deep breath and I can't even actually believe it happened and I can't even recall what happened in the day. I feel like for women, there's so much on our plates and it's very, very hard to find space for ourselves. Now you're not really comparing women to men though, right? You're just saying for not women. Necessarily. No, because no, it's not for necessarily. all of us, isn't it? A I, little bit? I think bit? so. I think so. I, I think Maybe it is not for so all much of for us. Men, but. It, well, I think it's probably different, yeah. um, and I wouldn't know that myself, but I, I certainly hear about it. And I think I think for women, um, there's there's a lot of pressure um, in, in doing it all, and I think I think we value doing it all. I think we sort of have this martyr syndrome, this, like, one, we want to be heroes, and, and I think that's a, a lot to take on. Well, one of the things that we've been hearing more about um, is the stress hormone, cortisol. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about how um, adrenal fatigue uh, plays into our busy lifestyle. And is that connected to cortisol? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't talk mm-hmm. about it in that way, but I can talk about it again personally in that for me, what has come out, what, what, what resulted for me was just an unbelievable amount of, of adrenal fatigue as a result of really low cortisol levels, just really burning the candle at both ends, feeling exhausted. And when I'm exhausted, I'm depressed. I feel unmotivated. I feel sad. And as I started to have these kinds of conversations obviously with clients that come into the center, but certainly with other women that I know personally, it didn't seem as though I was alone in my experience. What I was finding was that people everywhere were experiencing this really zapped out energy, mood, uh, low mood, and 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 just this quality of um, apathy, really. So explain to me a little bit about adrenal fatigue because I've not heard it in those terms before. How would I know that I had adrenal fatigue and what could I do about it? Well, if you had it, you would you would probably feel some of the things that I just mentioned, mm-hmm. which was um, tired, um, depressed, depressed, sad, low mood, um, lack of uh, motivation. Um, and I also think um, just getting regularly checked, which is something that I think comes comes to the forefront for women in terms of self-care, the inability to want to take care of yourself and make yourself a priority. So I think what ends up happening for a lot of women is is um, putting putting their need to ch- to get checked out at the at the back of the table too. So so by the time things kind of come to fruition, they have perhaps you know superseded where they needed to be because. You know, people do what they need to do for themselves last. Well, it's funny because I was just thinking I, I've been putting off having a physical forever mm. um, for the very reason. But is there a test for that? Because my doctor's never spoken to me about adrenal anything. Um, I think there are a lot of blood tests that yeah, can okay. that can do right. that work. I think there are things that you need to ask for. Do you and think I think you can do it through different professionals. Yes. I mean, at the in, in you know at the Kyla Fox Center, we have an eating disorder recovery program, and then we also have a women's wellness program. And you can seek out um, a medical lens to do that. So maybe through a nurse or a doctor, but you can also get support for adrenal fatigue through a naturopathic doctor yeah. or doing other kinds of things. Do you think that maybe women don't are are so sort of set up to feel that way that they don't mention it? to the healthcare professionals that they come in contact with. Oh, by the way, I'm feeling really down and I'm feeling, you know, burnt out and I'm stressed and I'm not sleeping, that that they should be bringing this to the forefront. This is not a nothing thing. I, I think that's a really important point. I think they should be bringing it. But I also think that when people do bring it, it maybe isn't received in the way it needs to be mm-hmm. as well. It sounds like complaining. Like it's normalized or it's, of course, you're tired. You have so much going on and that's really normal and you're not the only one that feels that way. And I think that's important because we certainly need to be supported. But it doesn't necessarily mean that the way you feel should be normal or is normal or that it can't change. Well, tell us a little bit about the Women's Wellness Program that you've launched. So the Women's Wellness Program was really just an opportunity for me to bring women together, whether collectively or individual or individually, in a space where they can seek out the kinds of supports that they 
would maybe want for self-care and self-betterment and self-improvement um, in a whole array of, of, of expertise. So whether that's seeing a therapist for individual work or couples work or families work, um, whether that's seeing a nutritionist for meal planning or cooking or just, you know, trying to support yourself through the week and, and meal planning. Um, sometimes people want to see a naturopathic doctor for acupuncture, uh, meditation, mindfulness. And, and you then, can get all these things through the Kyle yeah, Fox Center, through exactly. this new program. Yeah, exactly. What I was finding with the eating disorder program is that people who no longer felt like they had eating disorders or those who never classified as having eating disorders really wanted to engage in the services, but they didn't want to come into the center because they don't have eating disorders. And so I thought, why don't we offer these services to all women, um, eating disorders or otherwise, um, in a space where it's women-oriented and women-connected? Do you have any tips for avoiding burnout? Oh, it's such a good question. I, I, mean, I, I'm, I think that if you have the tips, you're going to be immortalized. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's one thing to maybe have the tips, but then to apply them, I think, is a different mm-hmm. thing, right? So uh, do I have them? You know what? I, I, I found for me... Um, I used to feel like I was going to be a better mom and a better person in my career if I was constantly present and showing up all the time. And I actually feel what I've learned is to say, no, I'm not going to be there. I need to get a babysitter. I'm actually maybe going to go away for a night. Like those kinds of things used to make me feel like a really bad mom. Mm -hmm. And I've come to realize that they actually make me a much better mom, that taking the space and um, taking the space from work, blocking things off in my schedule and just knowing that it's going to be okay. It's sort of like the Jessica Parker movie where she buys the pie from from the supermarket and then rolls the rolling pin on it so it doesn't look perfect and brings it into the bake sale. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay not to do it all and be... And it's impossible to do everything. it all. It's mm-hmm. impossible. Mm-hmm. All those services that you listed before, everything that is, is available through there. How do people connect with you? Good question. Um, through our website, mm-hmm. um, kylafoxcenter.com, or to call. And um, there's a 30-minute free initial consultation. So if there's any curiosity about any of the programs that we offer, people are welcome to come in and just meet with that practitioner so that mm-hmm. they can get a better sense of what would happen in that work. Are any of your programs covered by any forms of insurance? Some insurance, some, some yes, for insurance, yeah. yes. So there certainly could be reimbursement in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and tell, tell everyone why you believe that self-care is so important in this crazy world uh, because i think we don't know how to do it and i guess i could only speak personally i think it's really important um for so many reasons i'm i mean obviously just to feel better on the day to day but i also feel it's really important when 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 women can come together to mm-hmm. do it because then i feel like we're supporting each other and mm-hmm. i think often we're not positioned to do that and it's really important to me to bring women together and to have honest and open conversations that allow us to take care of ourselves and each other. It seems to me that the main takeaway is learning how to say no, which is not something I, I was, my child raising I, I'm glad years. you brought that up because I'm going to say that, you know, if you ask Christine, she is tireless working for charities and, and doing all kinds of things. But sometimes I say, you know, you need to say no. You mm-hmm. can't book yourself that much every weekend. I think I have your syndrome. Yeah. It's a hard one. It's, it's a hard one to say no. Mm-hmm. It's j- just to start, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I, never, I just never know which one to back away from. I guide her now. <laughs> <laughs> See, women supporting women. Connection. This is what I'm talking about. All right. The website is the Kyla Fox Center. It's www.kylafoxcenter.com. Dot com. Okay. Dot com. That's excellent. Um, and thank you for doing this and, and for bringing women together to do it. Thank you so much for having me. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Still being picked on for being picky? Perfect. Meridian's good-to-grow high-interest savings account was made for you. At Meridian, we say be picky. Order that half-calf, half-sweet, no-foam latte with whip. Try on your whole closet until your outfit is outstanding. And accept nothing less than 3% interest for four months when you open your first good-to-grow high-interest savings account. Meridian, expecting more for your money. That's wealth esteem. 
Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit KearnsandCo.com. This is 105.9 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, as time goes on, so do your financial needs. But the financial planning journey is typically different for men and women. Joining us now is Dillis Cruz, the Vice President of Wealth at Meridian Credit Union, who is here today to talk to us about why women need to take control of their financial well-being. Welcome back to What She Said, Dillis. Thanks for having me. You say women control about 33% of the wealth in North America today. That's the highest share in history and a number that's growing roughly, what, 8% a year? Right, right. But even still, we're reluctant to invest our money at the same rates as men. Why? Well, you know, that it's it's a really interesting subject. And so before I answer that, because I have some answers to that, uh, I want to give you some stats, which okay. actually boggled my mind. So like you said, one third of all wealth in North America is controlled by women. That's over $1.1 trillion in Canada. And so in 2020, women could control as much as 67% of the assets um, because they're going to have the opportunity to inherit twice their their parents are passing away, so they're inheriting it that way. And their spouses are passing away because women outlive men, statistically. So they're coming into a lot of money. Um, almost 40% of women out-earn their husbands. And interestingly, half of those with over 500000 to invest are women. Um, 90% of females will be the sole decision maker at some point in their life. And 31% of women are primary breadwinners in Canada. Um, and the last piece I thought was interesting, women are creating their own businesses at, at twice the rate as, as men. So... The opportunity is huge. Now, contrast this with uh, females are less likely than males to feel financially prepared for their retirement and uh, and in control of their investments. And only 27% of women report feeling financially confident um, relative to 45% of men. So I pause there after putting out all those numbers to say... That is very concerning. Women have all this wealth opportunity and are coming into a lot of wealth, yet they're not feeling financially prepared or confident in their future and how to manage that. So, Dillis, let me ask you, if they're not investing, what are they doing with their money? We're not sure. So, you know, uh, and and the interesting thing is, is that uh, they could be investing, but um, there's majority of women, there's a lot of research to suggest they're not happy with their advisors. Um, they're afraid to go into their advisors. So they might be sitting in GICs or they might be sitting in um, investments that may not get them to where they need to be. Uh, but the bigger issue is, is that they're not happy with the advice they're getting and they're not going in to see advisors uh, because they just feel that that um, they're not connecting the way they want to be connected to. Is that the fault, do you think, of the institution not recognizing that the way to engage women is different than men? Yeah, I, I personally think the financial services industry has got it wrong, and, and the stats uh, over and over are showing that. And so there is a lot of focus on uh, what is it that women want. And so, again, the, there was a great study done by uh, strategymarketing.ca, so I pulled a lot of this information from there. And part of the problem is, is that women don't feel heard. So it, it's not complex. It's just men and women um, communicate differently and want different things. And so I don't really like always, um, you know, kind of bucketing women in a certain kind of way. But the reality is, is that when, for especially on investing, quite often men are much more about, um, you know, what are the returns and what are the investments and I want to outperform the market. And I'm not saying all men are like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas women much more, I want to connect with you. I want you to know what stage of life I'm in. I want you to know what my stresses are, what my worries are and connect with me from a life perspective and then give me advice um, to as to how I can, you know, um, either conquer these fears or accomplish my goals. So there's much more of a relationship component. Um, and given that 85% of uh, investment advisors are men, 
And, mm-hmm. you know, John Gray, the author of, you know, Men Are From Mars, Mars Women, Women Are From Venus. Venus. Okay, yeah. there's a communication issue. We all know that. So yeah. it's really about communication um, because a lot of the stats also su- suggest that, that although that there is a high percentage of male advisors, it's not that women want a male advisor. Um, you know, 7% of women said they would want a woman investor um, advisor, but the rest said it doesn't matter. Just connect with me. You know, build mm-hmm. a relationship, build a rapport, um, and, and get to know me. And, and that's what financial industry, we're missing. As advisors, we're missing that. But you aren't completely missing that at Meridian. I mean, I'm sure that you have changed things up in the last number of years to to focus on that. Yeah, and so thanks for that that uh, segue, because we have 50% of our advisors are women. And, you know, we take a broader stance. It's really about our whole investing approach is about getting personal. Sit down and understand whoever is in front of you, whether it's male or female, get to know them personally, get to understand what they want want to achieve and then build a financial plan around them. It's not about going into the bravado and the markets and how you're going to outperform. It's really build that relationship and get to know the person and then come up with a plan. Historically, we've been told that women are more risk averse. Mm-hmm. Is that changing? Is that now a stereotype? Yeah, so that's a myth. So there's a few myths. Um, and a couple, one of them is women are more risk averse. Uh, it's not that women are more risk averse. They will, they take calculated risk. They will take much more balanced risk. They'll also look at where am I in my life? And what does that risk in investments mean to where I am in my life? So it's much more balanced. And, and there is some uh, research to suggest that women outperform men in the long term in terms of their investments because they're taking a more balanced approach. So I don't want this Mm. to be about a women-men thing, women-men thing. Um, But I think that women do think differently, and that is absolutely a myth about women not wanting to take risk. It's just a different type of risk. Okay, before we go away from that (laughs) women-men, women-men thing, what about the gender wage gap? I mean, we, we... you know, we know it's what 87 cents Stats Canada mm-hmm. says was the women still earn 87 cents yeah. on the dollar. Yeah. Uh, we have a longer life expectancy, as you said. We have breaks in our careers to care for children or our parents. Mm-hmm. So how do we create a plan and find clear objectives when we have all those issues? I think it's really important with that wage gap, and that's a whole other topic. But I think that it does actually uh, impact you because of the the different differential mm-hmm. in terms of what you're actually going to end up at retirement. So it's firstly we got to get rid of that wage gap first and foremost. That would be get, good. <laughs> we get rid of that wage gap, but understanding it is still there. Uh, that your advisor has to take that into consideration, not necessarily taking the wage gap in, but how how can we get you to where you need to be uh, at the end of retirement or or whatever your goal is. So has to be taken into consideration. It's hard, I think, for women to estimate. I think it's hard for anyone to estimate what they really need for retirement. There are stats and they change, I guess, depending on your um, what you want to do mm-hmm. for the next 20, 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because retirement's changing for many people. Yeah. And that's a really good point because I actually just sat down with my advisor going through it. And we all go through different life stages, right? Different things. You might go through a divorce. You might um, lose a job. And so what you thought five years ago, 10 years ago, in terms of what you want out of retirement might look very different. Also, as you get up there in age two, you might tweak it. Um, and so I think it's important that you are reevaluating your plan regularly and rechecking in. And your advisor should be doing that, just checkpoints, having that communication and knowing what life stages are or things that are going on in your life so that you can say, I need to tweak it. Maybe I'm going through a financially difficult time right now. I'm not going to be able to put away what I thought I was going to put away. Um, and so how do I get there? Or do I pause? Or, or do I kind of change what I want out of my retirement. So what are the differences then between men and women when they look at, you were saying that women typically, uh, not all of them, but a a larger percentage don't feel secure about their uh, having enough money for their Mm -hmm. retirement. Mm -hmm. Is it sort of like the job thing where men figure, okay, I've got two of the 10 things they need. I'm I'm a (laughs) shoo-in. And women go, I only have nine and a half, so I better not apply. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is it, I mean... Is, is there a difference in how men and women perceive having enough? Yeah, well, I, I, I totally think it is. I think it's just about, um, firstly, men think differently. So, um, you know, the two out of the 10 thing is ap- absolutely appropriate. It's a confidence factor, too. They have way more confidence than women, even though women would say, you know, I'm not financially confident. Men may not may have the same level and say they're more confident. So I do think there's a different style in terms of how people think and what they want. Um, but I think that all has to come into consideration. Sitting with an advisor that's actually going to get to know you and understand you will cut through that and, and reassure you as well and help you get to that path. I think the, also the difference um, 
about Meridian being a credit union is because you're member owned. You're not accountable to shareholders. So you have their your members' best interests at heart. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And everything we do. And, you know, we're talking about, um, a, you know, investing right now, but I, really your financial well-being is about everything, right? It's mm-hmm. about uh, your day-to-day living. It's about credit. Um, and so we pride ourselves on always doing what's on the best interest for our members. We're not shareholder-owned, so uh, we don't have to deliver certain results to our shareholders. And so we always put our members first in terms of what is the right product or service that mm-hmm. is going to help them achieve their goals versus I'm going to product push because it's you know, it's going to drive more revenue. So question for anyone who's reticent, anyone who's listening, anyone who's thinking, I really should do that, but I don't want to walk in because then they're going to think that I, I, then I have to, I have to invest. Is it okay to come in and have an appointment and see how you, how you click with somebody? Yeah. And and that's what I was going to say. If I was to leave you with some takeaways, definitely everybody needs to go see an advisor. doesn't Mm -hmm. matter what stage you're at. And so this whole term wealth, it can be intimidating. It doesn't matter what stage you're at. Go see an advisor and they can help you get on your path or they can help you where you're at or they can tweak where you're at based on, you know, your financial situation and where you want to go. Now, if you're married, here's what I'm going to say to you. You still should go see an advisor, but make sure that you're at least getting in with your spouse to your advisor, advisor. Um, you want those joint meetings. Don't abdicate that that financial responsibility to your spouse um, because if they're not around, and we've talked about this beforehand, you can just be overwhelmed. So make sure that you are attending with your spouse any um, meetings that he is having mm. with his advisor so that you are fully informed and you know your viewpoint is taken into consideration. And the website is for people to connect with you? www.meridiancu.ca. Uh, go in there and feel free to check out uh, our advisors uh, in your location. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she Now back to what she said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Well, the secret is out. My name is Alex Simpson, and I'm here with none other than Miss Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's Drag Race. How are you, Queen? Well, I have to say that by the way of taxi, an Uber, a connecting flight, a car ride with Vlad, I'm here in Toronto, and I'm so very excited because, as you can see, all of the people are so cheerful, stoked, geeked, and ready for the show. And there's nothing in the world that I'd rather be doing than just living my life on stage. So I should say I'm happy. I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for your Netflix docu-series that comes out. Oh my gosh. October 5th. It's a mix between Dance Moms, So You Think You Can Dance, and Drag Race, correct? And Honey Boo Boo. Right. Okay. Uh, I think it's a little bit, well, an honest, let me be very honest here. Good evening, ladies, gentlemen, and my most distinguished panel of judges. I am contestant number one. I think... What my studio is, above all... Beyond Belief Dance Company, right? Beyond Belief Dance Company. Okay, top 10 studios of the South. America's Got Talent. It is full to the capacity with so much heart and passion. And I am so thankful that I found my purpose 15 years ago. And I love to perform. I love being on stage. But my true love is... There's no other love I've ever felt when I'm in that workroom with those children, creating beautiful, magical stories. So this 
This is a docu-series, so there'll be no pyramids like Abby Lee. But what there will be is raw, intense emotion. The journey, the struggle, the fight, the will. And it's, you know, what I like to say, it's the eye of the tiger. If you want to be a beyond belief, it's more than just your ability. It's more than your mom paying on the first. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there has to be a passion there. Right. And a drive that's willing to fall down and get your ass all back up and keep it moving. Now, how excited are you to see your drag daughter, Shangela, in A Star is Born, also out October 5th, so I know what I'm doing in the morning and at night. <laughs> it's a celebration. Yes. You know, we're both the dreamers, the fighters, the believers, and the doers. And I just found it so coincidental, October 5th, we're both going to be celebrating something so monumental in our life and our careers. You know, I look at more of, I wake up every day and I am truly doing what I was destined to do. And I'm lucky, you know, because I love every second of it. Now, uh, we had a couple of fan questions come in on Instagram. Victor from Toronto wants to know, who are you rooting for on All Stars 4? On who? <laughs> On All Stars 4, honey. You think you're clever, Victor, don't you? Well, think again. Yeah. Think again, honey. <laughs> Has that happened? <laughs> so, uh, the next question comes from Christopher from Brazil. But I actually am rooting for RuPaul. Snatching that Emmy again. Yes. Back to back to back to back. Third time in a year. Yeah. That's epic. Iconic. Legendary. Yes. That's <laughs> so Christopher from Brazil wants to know, have you seen the movie Hereditary? Oh, gosh. I saw the movie and I got so many you know I gotta hold the mic. Hey! saw the movie and <laughs> all of my friends they're so used to me so they're like girl it's no thing for us to wake up after a sleepover and your tongue popping and twirling but we're in the theater it's supposed to be like a scary girl we were all clowning laughing I was sitting there eating popcorn just giggling my boyfriend was like Justin stop <laughs> but yes I have seen it uh, from Brazil, yes, I have. Thank you. Now, really quickly before we go, can you teach me how to tongue pop? Because I'm terrible. Well, if you go watch season two of Alyssa's Secrets, I give all the have tos the do's, the don'ts, and the secrets. And I thank you. Good night and God bless. <laughs> this is 105.9 The Region. Connect with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at WhatSheSaidTalk.com. time now for On the Record, and musicologist Eric Alper is here, and today we're talking about five of the best debut singles of all time. That's and you right. never know, because by the time you're done this, there could be another. There could be another, <laughs> and by the time they've done this, somebody's first single might be actually their only single, so it could <laughs> yeah, be just a one-hit wonder for good. But ten years ago today, I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry was released, going on to becoming one of the most listened to and watched and streamed and bought singles of all time with over 6 million copies sold in the U.S. alone. And that, of course, was Phil Collins in the air tonight, which I'm kind of cheating on this list because, yes, I know he was in Genesis and I know that he's not a new guy, but in the air tonight was his debut solo single and it's still one of the greatest tracks of all time. In fact, all you have to do is just play that drum beat and that roll about halfway through the song just to know what that song was. It was a huge blockbuster song and 
and really set him on a solo tour de force that not only helped him sell millions of copies around the world, but it also kind of slipped into the Genesis side, making them one of the mm-hmm. world's biggest bands as well. And it came out in 1981 and 1981. still timeless. Absolutely. I still remember buying the album from Music World at Yorkdale when I was 11 going, who is this guy on the cover? Now we know how old Eric <laughs> is. <laughs> Jackson 5, they must have had more than like one huge debut single. They must have. They did, but talk about a career starting off with a huge hit. I Want You Back is not only one of the best debut singles of all time, it's really one of the best songs of all time, period. Everything about this song is pure pop perfection from the chords to the iconic bass line to the vocals done by the man and the boy who would be king of pop. And that, of course, is Michael Jackson. Just simply one of those feel-good songs that just never gets old. But I Want You Back has to be in the list of the best debut singles of all time. embarrassed. Kate Bush, Wuthering Heights. I never heard it. You're, you're kidding. I used to walk around singing this Heathcliff, it's me, it's Kathy. I've come home. <laughs> no, I've read the I'm book so a million cold. times. I'm, That's the lyrics from the song. Let me You know what? I'm not surprised that you did that, and I'm not surprised that you don't. <laughs> so, I, I, for some reason, but yeah, at 18 years old, she was discovered by Pink Floyd David Gilmore, mm-hmm. who brought her demo tape to EMI, the record label, who loved it. And in fact, David Gilmore went on to produce her debut album. In fact, Wuthering Heights became the first number one song and album that was recorded and co-produced and written by a female artist in UK history. All those years, Mm -hmm. they never had somebody like that before. And it led Kate Bush on to a career that is still kind of going, still active, but what a strange single because it's based on the book of, of from Emily that they actually used to use like the lyrics as like the actual words from the book. It's mm-hmm. like crazy. It's so good too. It's a great song. Also incredibly young and incredibly talented, Lord. Lord, you know, Lord gets a lot of knocks on social media, but I happen to think that she's probably one of the the great kind of heroes of the of the music industry. You know, and you got to think back to 2003 when this album came out. You had blurred lines, you had Miley Cyrus sticking out her tongue, you had all of these. I'm not going to say vulgar pops areas but you had a lot of sexuality in the music and then here lord comes along with the song of called royals which is really about i would probably say a cooler than you woman or girl teenage girl looking at all those people wondering why they're so popular in the first place in fact mm-hmm. with the lyrics going uh but every goal every song's like gold teeth gray goose tripping, tripping in the bathroom. bathroom it's really symbolic about what teenagers were going through at that time and making she was fun what, of the cool kids 17 17 years old yeah R.E.M. R.E.M., one of my all-time favorite bands, and there's really been no better example of a true power of a great debut single. When this song came out, they were on a very, very, very small independent label at the time, but when the song was released, it got fire on campus radio in the U.S. Then came the record deal, then came a record deal of a massive company like Warner Brothers who brought them into one of the biggest albums and the biggest careers of all time and really growing R.E.M. into an arena rocker act. So from a very small independent label with not a lot of clout to major league status, this is exactly what a great debut single could be in Radio Free Europe. It still holds up to this day and uh, one of my all-time favorite bands and I love them dearly so I have to include them is on this list as well. Thanks so much, Eric. Thank you so much for having me. 
She said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Passion is everything when it comes to hair, so trust your hair to an artist. Jason Kearns of Kearns & Co. is known across North America for making the hottest high fashion looks work for real people. Jason and his team of expert stylists bring together creativity, vision, and the very latest hair care systems, color, and products to create looks that have heads turning. Your hair is the most important fashion accessory you will ever own. Trust it to the experts. Start today. Visit kernsandco.com. This is 105.9 The Region. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Exercise has been called a miracle drug that can benefit every part of the body, extend our lifespan, and halt the global pandemic of inactivity that some are calling the greatest public health problem of the 21st century. Joining us now is Sarah Hudson, the founder of Canada's Live Well Exercise Clinic, to talk about how we can use exercise to fight chronic disease. Welcome to what she said. Thank you so much. Thank this you for is, having me. This is so topical. Absolutely. In Canada, three out of five people live with at least one chronic disease. Yes. And four of five are at risk. But only 20% of Canadians get the recommended 150 minutes of exercise per week. What are the main challenges people face when trying to adopt a healthier lifestyle? You know, I think this is just such a great topic because the reality is it's hard to live a healthy lifestyle in today's society. I, I think there's really kind of four main reasons as to why people struggle to live a healthier lifestyle. The number one thing is time. We're all very busy. And so fitting in exercise and preparing our nutrition and not eating out and not always grabbing takeout, which seems quicker and faster. I think uh, you're absolutely right. Because yeah. time is the commodity that is priceless. Absolutely. So you're choosing between getting enough sleep and exercising sometimes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think the second thing is just our the conveniences of society today. Um, you know, we don't have to walk many places. Mm -hmm. um, we're able to be transported. The, um, the elevators and the the escalators are always very shiny, attractive um, ways for us to move our bodies up and down floors. And usually the stairs are quite hidden and sometimes behind a closed door. Um, so it's it's it, society has actually made it quite difficult for us to to move our bodies on a regular basis. Now, you, you said the recommended 150 minutes of exercise per week. Yeah. What kind of exercise? Is doing 150 minutes of walking the dog at a good rate, is that considered exercise or are we talking about, you know, full-on cardio, weights, that kind of thing? Yeah, I think that's a great question. So we, we talk about 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise. Mm -hmm. And so what exactly does that mean? Uh, it does mean that we are getting our heart rate up and maintaining an elevated heart rate. And so again, the way that we can know that is that we do become a little bit breathless with, with exercise. Um, and on a scale out of 10, we should really be feeling like this exercise is three, four, maybe five out of 10 in terms of the intensity of the exercise. And then that we we actually know that we're right in that sweet spot of getting the health benefits that exercise has to offer us. Because it, that doesn't sound like a lot. Exactly. What's like just over two hours. Yeah. And the really beautiful thing about it is it can be broken up any way we want. Five minutes of moderate to vigorous exercise, it can all add up and be meaningful. We don't have to do an hour at a time for it to be meaningful exercise. I've been known to do squats while waiting for the coffee to brew. <laughs> Perfect. And working it into our daily yeah. lives is the, the best way to get at it. So how does Live Well use exercise as medicine to prevent uh, or in fact treat chronic disease, promote mental health, and help Canadians live healthier for longer? 
Well, we know that exercise is medicine. And in fact, the American College of Sports Medicine says that our dose of physical activity is the number one predictor of our overall health. And I think that that's really important for us to to remember. And that's really what we are doing in our clinics is we have created an environment that allows people to start where they are, to start low and to move slow and to start to build exercise and healthy habits into their daily life. But not all exercise is equal exercise. Mm -hmm. And so when we really look at, you know, somebody who has diabetes versus somebody who maybe um, is struggling with their weight, we have to approach both of those exercise prescriptions differently, just as we would approach all different ailments with a different medication from our doctor. Exercise is medicine, but there's a specific prescription for a specific individual based on where their health profile is. So what makes you different from any other trainer or someone out there? Yeah. So Live Well Exercise Clinic is is very unique in that we are actually everything that a gym is not. Um, we've we've of, often been called the anti-gym in that um, we only have about 300 members in our clinic offering a very personalized and customized experience. Um, but the number one thing is that we have a very non-judgmental, non-intimidating um, environment that allows people to come to us and to really have us meet them where they are and to feel accepted and part of something and to also have a fun, social and inspiring time when they're with us. Well, you just opened your first clinic in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've got two more coming this spring. Yes. If spring ever gets here uh, in Oakville and Burlington, describe your typical member. Who is Live Well Exercise for? You know, our typical member typically ranges in age between about 50 and 70 years old. Um, And, you know, as an individual who comes to us and says, it's time for me to focus on my health. Um, It's time for me to take that time for myself and to be more active and to start to um, make better eating choices, um, to sleep better, to reduce my stress. Now is the time for me. Um, And and our members come to us sometimes for prevention. so to to um, prevent chronic disease, um, but oftentimes it's that you know my doctors told me that my blood pressure is getting a little bit higher. You know I I'm carrying some extra weight. Um, I'm not sleeping as well at night. Um, you know there's a variety of reasons why somebody would come to us, but the focus is always a health focus. The focus is not I'm looking to get a bikini body or to build big muscles. Um, that's what a gym is for. We have a, a very serious health focus at Live Well. So what training would your staff have that that most personal trainers or gyms wouldn't be able to provide? So our exercise sessions are led by clinical exercise physiologists, a big long word that most people have never heard of. Um, but they are a group of clinical healthcare professionals who are specialized in exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle change um, for people with chronic disease and for those looking to prevent chronic disease. So these are individuals who have a university degree in exercise science or kinesiology, and then a postgraduate certification through the American American College of Sports Medicine in clinical exercise physiology. So it's a very specialized field that supports people to make lifestyle changes. So how does the uh, health coaching work? You know, health coaching is something that is becoming more and more popular today and that Mm -hmm. we recognize that we need coaching in order for us to achieve our goals. And the two things that our coaching program provides to our members is focus and accountability. Um, We often approach lifestyle with an all or nothing mentality. Uh, We want to try a diet and so we kind of go at it all or nothing and we, we try it and then we end up ultimately giving up on it. And what our health coaching program does is it allows people to break up their plan into small strategic steps and to focus on specific things and to be highly accountable to those, to their coach in the clinic for achieving those. And we know that that process and that program is what works to make changes. Have you got um, a story about one of your members? Something you can tell us? Yeah, you know, um, one of my favorite stories is our member Bev. 
And uh, Bev is a 55-year-old female who uh, came to our clinic because her doctor had said to her, you know, you're you're about 25 pounds overweight. Um, you your your blood pressure is up. Your blood sugars are up. You're borderline um, diabetic now, and you need to be more active. And Bev didn't really know where to start, and a gym did not feel like a comfortable place for her. So Bev came to Livewell Exercise Clinic, and over time, as Bev started to exercise, Bev reduced her blood pressure, not needing medication anymore for her blood pressure. Um, Bev was able to reduce her blood sugars because exercise is medicine for managing our blood sugars. Um, and ultimately, Bev was able to get off of her medications um, under the direction of her physician and was able to use exercise and healthy eating in order to manage her health and ultimately to feel better. And in fact, Bev's goal in coming to Livewell was to to be a better grandma. And, and that really Aww. is what she was able to achieve. Well, your new um, Yorkdale clinic um, is, is located right near Yorkdale Mall mm-hmm. on Bridgeland Avenue. Yeah. Where can people go to learn more? Um, our website um, has a lot of great information on it. It is um, livewellclinic.ca, and it lists all of our locations. As we continue to expand across Canada, um, we, you will see more locations um, popping up. We've been franchising since 2016, um, and so we expect to have more locations on the, in the Ontario area this year. Well, that's fascinating. Sarah Hudson, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much, ladies. What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler will be right back. Meridian's three-year escalator GIC can help you save for a bucket list trip. In the first year, earn 2% interest. In the second, 3%. In the third, 4%. Those escalating savings could be the difference between this trip and this trip. Visit a branch or meridiancu.ca today to get started. Meridian, saving for a better life while living your best life. That's wealth esteem. Terms and conditions apply. Escape instantly with Kobo. Discover nearly 6 million ebooks and audiobooks on Kobo.com. Download the free Kobo app and start reading today. It's a world of stories in the palm of your hand. This is 1059 The Region. What she said. She's powerful, wonderful, honest and lovable. Now back to What She Said with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler. Listening to is Woman Waiting, the new single by Canadian country singer songwriter Kelsey Maine. Welcome to What She Said. Thanks for having me. You were nominated as a one to watch for 2018 by Soundcheck Entertainment. For people who may not be familiar, how did you get started? Oh, um, well, I actually went to school for nursing and as a part-time job to pay for my education, I picked up this serving slash singing job, Bevertainer um, job. Bevertainer? Uh, <laughs> I love yeah. that word, Bevertainer. Cool. <laughs> At um, this bar called The Bull and Barrel. It was a country bar. And I always loved to sing. And so originally it was, uh, they were looking for dancers. And so I went and I danced. I'm not really a dancer per se. I would never consider myself a professional dancer, but I can dance. And so uh, I went there and I said, you know, I can sing too. And then they had me sing and then that kind of um, grew into something bigger. So, And it's a great <laughs> new song, Woman Waiting. So what's the inspiration behind this track? I think your mom has something to do with it. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so she did... Um, always tell me, you know, faint of heart, never won fair maiden. So um, I always kind of believed that and and uh, wanted to write something about like a strong female and empowerment and something. So this, this song is about just, you know, like 
I'm not going to wait too long for you. You you got got to keep moving. You got to <laughs> uh, Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't keep me waiting, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you divide your time between Toronto and Nashville. So mm-hmm. what's your favorite thing about Nashville? Oh my goodness. Um I think it's more the random nights that you find yourself um one really really cool night. I was invited to a house party and I walk in and it's 12 people in a living room that I've never met before, but they're all passing around a guitar and singing each other's songs, original songs and harmonizing. And it's it's it just didn't seem real. I'm like, OK, so this is Nashville. I guess, you know? <laughs> so what's next for you? Um, well, we are playing a couple more shows. We have CCMAs this weekend, so we have five showcases in three days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, we're playing um, the Canadian Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Last year was Brett Kissel, and this year we're playing, so awesome. we're, we're really excited. And, um, and then an EP next year. So. Oh, and where can people find you on social media if they want to follow everything you're doing? At Kelsey Main is everything that I have. So Kelsey with an I instead of E-Y and main M-A-Y-N-E. M-A-Y-N-E. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Now that is it for What She Said This Weekend. We'll be back again next Saturday and Sunday at noon right here on 105.9 The Region. Singing us out now in our live studio sessions. Here is Kelsey Main performing Woman Waiting. with Christine Bentley and Kate Wheeler at whatshesaidtalk.com. 
come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.